Pachatanga, Chai Pachatanga, Chai Pachatanga, DJ DJ Batanamba, Chai Pachatanga, Chai Pachatanga, Chai Pachatanga, DJ DJ Batanamba, Chai Pachatanga, Chai Pachatanga, Chai Pachatanga, DJ DJ Batanamba, Chai Pachatanga, Chai Pachatanga, Chai Pachatanga, Welcome, welcome to another brand new episode. I am your host, King Marcus, and this is Rhythm Defined. Uh, today we are doing our third episode, and uh, I'm pleased to announce that there has been a development in this uh, show that we're doing. Uh, we've managed to break it down into two segments. We have the fire report, the fiery report. Not the fiery report, but the fire report. And uh, we have the back to the future. So the fire report is going to be talking about the kind of issues that are going on in the music industry. And uh, back to the future, we're going to be talking about uh, African history, something that is totally divorced from the music industry. But it has the rhythm of life, you know, it's, it echoes the rhythm of life, it echoes the rhythm of, uh, you know, the motherland. So we're going to be talking about African history and uh, that's how we are going to be moving on forward from today uh, into the future. So the other thing is that uh, we are going to be releasing an episode each and every week starting from today. So uh, you guys make sure that you don't miss any episode uh, that uh, we are going to be publishing so you have to like my page on Facebook King Marcus 45 and um, and that's my Twitter handle King Marcus 45 and like my page on Facebook King Marcus and then you also follow me follow me people follow me on audio Mac and also you have to follow me on anchor uh, Spotify uh, all those links I'm going to be sharing them with you on my facebook page and on my whatsapp platform you know the best thing about my facebook page is that you can also reach me on my whatsapp platform if you just go into my mom if you just go into my facebook page you can easily reach me on my whatsapp platform so as we move in to the show of today uh, today in the fire reports now we are talking about the fire reports where the fire is just blazing outside the port inside the port it's just hot you know everything there is just hot uh, so today we're going to be talking about 21 savage that's the first topic of today and then we are going to we'll talk about uh, Preza, and then we're going to talk about Kanye waste and then we are also going to talk about Mary Twala. So make sure that uh, you put your seat belts and then we, uh, as we embark on this journey, I am your host, your pilot for today, King Marcus. And uh, let's get into this thing. Okay, <clears throat> so um, the first issue of today, the first topic of today that I want to talk to you about that is uh, making waves over the internet is Kanye West. Kanye West apparently he said that he wanted to run for president and this time he means it. He really wants to run for president and it looks like he's going to be running for president as an independent candidate. You know, and you know what that means? It means that Kanye West has a chance to run the White House, you know, 
yes, 2020, he can actually run the, <laughs> the United States of America. Because now, Elon Musk, I don't know if they're friends because they've been hanging out. Uh, there's a photo online uh, that uh, shows him and Elon Musk, uh, you know, apparently they were saying that they're wearing the same colors and stuff like that, you know, weird stuff. But they're friends, that's how it is, they're friends. And uh, Elon Musk is a tech billionaire. He's uh, doing this project, uh, SpaceX, where he's uh, sending uh, space uh, rockets into to, 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 into the outer space, uh, going to Mars, going to the moon, you know, all those kind of uh, big stuff, you know. That's what he is doing. And he endorsed Kanye West. He said, my friend, you have my full support. That is what he commented on Twitter when uh, Kanye West uh, tweeted out that he was going to run for presidency. So we are going to see how the story is going to develop. We are going to see how everything is going to go down and uh, we wait. You know, the future is just, uh, it's just looking so, uh, what can I say? What's the word? Hmm. I don't even have the word. I wanted to say the future is looking bright, but bright is not really the word that I'm looking for. It's, it's something that has to do with, uh, you know, the unexpected. <laughs> the future has a lot of things that are just going to be surprising, you know. Uh, and uh, it's something that we need just to keep uh, an eye on, you know. Uh, a world where Kanye West is going to be addressing uh, at the United Nations. You know, it's, it's a possibility that Kanye West, you see him as the president of the United States wearing that uh, suit with a flag on his chest and addressing on the United Nations, uh, addressing all those nations, uh, formerly a musician. But I don't think he's going to leave the music though. <laughs> he's not going to leave the music. You're going to hear the music in the background. <laughs> he's going to be the type of president who walks into a room with a, with a, uh, a speaker or something with just music on the background, just to, just get your attention you know <laughs> because Kanye West is an attention grabber everything that Kanye West does it just attracts a lot of eyes uh, but anyway we're happy for him and uh, we hope for the best we just hope that uh, he he becomes and uh, he does what he is promising to, to, to the people when he becomes president because he was saying that he wants to bring back uh, jobs from China so that people in the United States can have jobs. There's a crisis of jobs, you know. Uh, unemployment rate is rising and he's saying that he can solve it and he's saying that he has the answer. So, big up to Kanye West and then uh, let's see what happens from there. Uh, moving on to our next topic of today, I want to talk about uh, our next topic of today Actually, Japreza is not really a topic. It's just a uh, shout out to him because, you know, he had, he just turned 33 years uh, this past week. I'm not really sure when, but he turned 33. And uh, he, he did a performance live on television and on uh, social media platforms, uh, you know, celebrating his birthday. Big up to him, Japreza. We wish you more life, more blessings. Uh, and uh, more, you know, uh, 
a broader fan base you know Jap Racer is a Zimbabwean musician <clears throat> and he's one of the best that we have in, 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 in Africa so if you have a chance if you don't know the person that I'm talking about you can just uh, go on YouTube and uh, look for yourself his name is Jap Prazer and um, that man knows what he is doing uh, so the second story of today is about 21 Savage 21 Savage uh, I don't know if you guys know him or if you guys have heard one of his tracks or one of his projects 21 Savage is an American rapper uh, a Grammy award winner um, so 21 Savage I'm going to read this small article so that you, you understand where I'm coming from 21 Savage creates free online financial education platform for youth. The Grammy award-winning rapper has created the free financial education program as he wants the youth to be well-empowered on new and good ways to spend their money. Mm. The program is called Bank Account at Home. It focuses on teaching financial literacy. So, you see what I'm saying? This guy has literally given back everything that you can ever hope for is a black uh, or African uh, child, African youth, you know. Financial knowledge is the best thing that you can ever have. We're having a crisis in uh, Africa and all over the world right now in terms of finance and economics, you know. And most of those problems are not arising because of the lack of the knowledge, you know, the lack of knowledge of uh, just handling money and how to plan for it. You know, it's not everyone who has that knowledge of how to um, handle money. It's easy to say, yeah, no, you know what, I can do it, I can do it. But you know, <laughs> when, uh, when reality strikes, uh, it's, it's, it's a different story. So big up to him for creating this platform. And I urge you guys to just go and check it out. This is a free online financial education program. I repeat again, it's free. It's free. Where else can you get financial education for free? My guys, we need to go and check it out. Bank account at home. Imagine bank account at home. I'm very curious. I'm going to check it out as well. In fact, I'm going to check it out now. Okay, I've checked it out. It's a wonderful program. And you guys, you need to look at it. You need to dive deep into this and see what he has to say or what the program offers so that maybe you might gain one or two things from him, you know, from, from the program, from the initiative. And this is what we want from uh, our musicians and our artists, you know, giving back to the society in a positive light like this, you know. It's something that... Uh, not only adds value to to the community but it's something that uh, it, it brightens up the future <laughs> you understand it brightens up the future so big up to 21 savage you've made it into the fire report because of this thing here it's so inspiring and so motivating um, big up to you go check it out guys and uh, let's see what we can do about it yes so moving on into our last topic of today this topic is actually a very sensitive topic it's a sad one here in south africa we have lost a great giant in the music industry 
not in the music industry alone but in the entertainment industry you know her name is Mary Twala Mary Twala who is also Samizi's mother she was an actor she did a lot of things in the entertainment industry you know and I'm sure she also had a hand in the music industry in the music scenery and uh, you know she was also awarded with the national order of Inkamanga in silver and apparently this is the highest honor that a president can give to anyone it just speaks to the value of her life's work you know when a president uh honors you in that kind of a way and uh on the 4th of july we lost her our condolences go off to a family may her soul rest in peace um we're gonna just uh take 30 seconds of silence just to honor her you know Okay, now back again. I am your host, King Marcus, and uh, now we are going into the second segment of our show. And I have been waiting for this for, for a very long time because this story, I want you guys to hear it. I wanted to tell you this story. <clears throat> so, this is uh, Rhythm Defined, and I'm your host, King Marcus. Remember to like my page on Facebook and subscribe to my channels. Um, Okay, so this is going to be like this. I want to talk to you about a story of a, a man who was a king, who historians and writers call the wealthiest man to ever exist on the face of this planet. His name is Mansa Musa from Mali. So I'm gonna talk to, I'm gonna uh, start from the beginning uh, where this story begins. And then uh, let's see, let's see, let's see, let's see. We'll see where we take it from there. So, Mansa Musa was born in a royal family. He was a second heir to the throne. So apparently, when his brother was now king, he ruled for a few years. But the brother now had uh, an obsession or a passion to explore the Atlantic Ocean, you know. So he went on a voyage and he took a lot of men, thousands of ships and thousands of men to go on this voyage to find and discover new worlds, you know. So 
apparently what happened was um, the brother he never came back the brother never came back no one knows what happened even historians today they don't even know they don't even agree on what happened you know to Manza Musa's brother so because of that people were forced now to you know choose another king and the next in line was Mansa Musa so Mansa Musa became the king of Mali after he became the king of Mali during his reign he started conquering cities that were nearby you know territories that were nearby strategic territories that he could use for wealth generation you understand because you have to understand that those days it was in the 14th century and uh, a lot of people would travel for a very long distance just to buy salt you understand spices and all of that and uh, he he was rich in that his land was rich in salt his land was rich in gold so he was mainly trading those uh, two two what do you call them what can we say two commodities or two goods I don't know what you guys would want to say but that is how I put it. So he became very rich. He became very rich. He had a lot of gold. A lot of gold which is in, which 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 was unaccounted for and which is unaccountable. When I say something was unaccounted for, I mean, you know, uh, how plenty it was. No accountant during that time could account for that kind of gold it was just too much for that kind of an empire and then it was unaccountable you can't you you couldn't count it <laughs> you couldn't count it you could you could spend so many 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 days just counting it and never getting uh, to a conclusion you know <laughs> what kind of world is that so mansa musa apparently he was also a muslim king you know so he went on a pilgrimage to Mecca. So when he was preparing for his journey he took thousands and thousands of men and women, slaves, uh soldiers, uh maids, um headsmen who were going to keep the flocks because they were, you know, they were meant for food. All those people. He took them with him on the journey to Mecca and the journey spanned about uh, 4000 miles and that is not a short distance apparently he collected or he took a lot of gold for his journey you know when he was embarking on that journey he had to pass through Egypt uh and historians say that uh all the people that he took wore silk and gold they were just adorned from the slaves to the maids to the headsmen to the soldiers to they had gold bracelets uh, silk dressed in silk you know all those expensive things so he had a, he was a man of test <laughs> his, his 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 greatness uh, or his you know the extent of his wealth was reflected uh, even on the on the dressing 
of his people no matter what class in the society structure you know lower middle upper everyone had something that you, would would amaze you like what i can't believe this so he had to pass through egypt and um apparently he didn't want to meet the king but he was forced to meet the king and when he met the king actually his reason for not wanting to meet the king was that he didn't want to bow down to the king and kiss his ring he was also a king so it was a matter of uh, i don't know ego or respect i do not understand it but that is how it was so apparently he ended up going there to meet uh, this man this king in egypt and then everything was history but the most important thing that happened there was that he was giving out gold and he was trading in gold during his stay in egypt because they say he stayed in egypt for like 3 months if i'm not mistaken when he left egypt they say that uh, the gold that was handed out or that was traded affected the economy of egypt <laughs> for the next 10 to 12 years egypt was struggling to maintain and get back its economy into order because of how Mansa Musa's uh, generosity had affected uh, the economy you know he was giving out gold for free <laughs> you know you okay you just you know throwing it around if you ever seen those robin hood movies when robin hood was stealing things he would just take the money and then he throws it into the streets where people are and just people just come uh, and they got the money <laughs> it was more I, i i i would like to imagine it was more of uh, something like that you know but uh, now the thing is this story the reason why i i, I I'm, i'm speaking about this story is that uh, it shows you that africa was not uh what it was or what it is today it it is it's, it's different now you know africa is so much different in the sense that we do not even have control of our own uh economy we don't even have control of our own resources and that is something that is so bad you know Anyway, Mansa Musa ended up on a map on a voyage map. He ended up on a voyage map uh which was drawn by Portuguese uh map writer. You know. He was literally drawn on a map. He was holding a golden scepter and a golden coin uh and sitting on a golden throne. That's how they drew him on that map. Just symbolizing how his world uh had power you understand and they they just placed uh that picture on the eastern side of uh, on the western side of africa you know so that explorers and voyagers and whoever who wants to just you know uh, use the map he knows where he is going you know and i also believe that at the on the other hand 
uh, what he did. That story of Mansa Musa giving out gold, being generous and all of that, it affected even our current situation today because I'm sure that it was more of like an advertising, um, an indirect advert of what we have, you know, so that people can come to us and rob us and kill us and destroy us and take our things. That's my view. I don't know about you guys. I've told you the story. If you want to look it up and then go deeper into it, uh, you can uh, search for it over the internet. You can Google Mansa Musa. Maybe you can uh, just browse it through Wikipedia or other platforms that uh, offer the same information. But this is what uh, Back to the Future has for you today. We have this guy, Mansa Musa, who was the king of Mali. And uh, he was called, he, he, not he was called, he is named actually the richest man to ever live because no one knows actually how much gold he had because it was too much, it was too much gold. And um, that story actually contradicts King Solomon's story. If you look at those two stories, they're more of the same. King Solomon is, 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 is dreams, you know, he has this dream, this vision where he's told that, you know, uh, you're going to be uh, the wealthiest man to ever live on this planet. And then um, we have Mansa Musa. He said he's the wealthiest man. And currently, as we are living right now, we have Jeff Bezos. Jeff Bezos, who is uh, the, the founder of Amazon, who is worth more than 130-something billion US dollars. Oh, my goodness. So... If King Solomon was the wealthiest person to ever exist in this world, it means that Jeff Bezos is just, uh, uh, he, 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 he's not even in his class. And uh, Mansa Moon says, well, I don't know, but you guys have to juggle it, uh, juggle it, juggle it and see what is going on. Because I also think the definition of wealth is not riches. The definition of wealth goes deeper than just mere coins, gold, or diamonds. Uh, the, the, the definition of wealth also has to do with something called uh, wisdom, you know. Wisdom is wealth, you know. <clears throat> it's, it's intangible wealth. You can't touch it, but you know it's something that is very precious. If you have wisdom in your life, then you have something that is very valuable, something that you cannot buy with money or gold, you know. So, I... I for, for, for who was the richest man to ever live, I would still say it's King Solomon because that is how I look at it. But you guys, I want you to, you know, uh, talk about it and then you give me your comments and uh, we see what we can do. We do a recap uh, next uh, episode uh, when we do the other Back to the Future. But tell me what you think, Mansa Musa or King Solomon, who do you think was the wealthiest? Who do you think was the richest man? The other is Muslim and the other is Christian, you know. And don't forget we have Jeff Bezos as well, you know. He is also a wealthy man, a very wealthy man, you know. And uh, for today, I would like to end this episode here. And uh, thank you guys for listening. And uh, like, I would like to let you know where you can find all these episodes. Uh, online, you can find them on Audio Mac, you can find them on 
Anchor FM. I'm going to share these links on my Facebook page, which is Kmuggers, and I'm going to share them as well on my Twitter handle, Kmuggers45. And um, I hope to see you next time, you know, as I bring you something new, something special again. And, um, you know, have a blessed week. Have a blessed day. Keep smiling, you know, what I always say. It's a wonderful day. It's a beautiful day. Thank you so much. Drop!